Welcome to the Story Monster Podcast. He is an extra from season one of The Walking Dead. This man fought off an army of stormtroopers wearing sandals and long socks. From the top of a volcano, he is sipping Johnny Walker Gold Label. From Buffalo, New York, I introduce to you Jason my shag thanks for having me you're welcome now you all know why we're here and that's to talk about the walking dead while sipping some alcohol i like it what are you drinking i am drinking bacardi pineapple with a little bit of vodka from a local distillery nice i like it's a good mixture you know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good right now. All right. All right. <clears throat> all right. So where do you want to jump in with this? Uh... I think we should just start at the beginning. Like season 10 was chopped in half, you know, because of a certain pandemic. Right. You know, he who must not be named. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we kind of had like two seasons, basically. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they felt kind of separate a little bit to me, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I told you, I, I just rewatched everything. Like I started back <laughs> in, like when they announced that season eleven was gonna be the last season. Um, I probably, I don't know, sometime over the last few months. I don't even remember when I started. Maybe the, the late winter, maybe like March, April, somewhere in there. Um, I'm just like, all right. Season 11 is it. I'm going to rewatch everything. I started from episode, season one, episode one, and I just went through everything. I had some pauses along the way, like I stopped after, you know, but then I restarted. And so I literally, this is perfect timing because I just finished season 10, episode 16 uh, last night or the night before. Um, I'm still going to, I think I'm going to rewatch 17 through 22, but like, you know, I got the, the core of like what I need refreshing on, I got. Um, and six, and, and season 10 um as i rewatched it because you know it was like two years ago really when it when the first part of it was on anyway um you know really like they do a really good job with the whisperer war um i thought alpha alpha was like uh i I can't remember the the actress's name uh samantha morton samantha morton she was great like alpha was spot on like i I thought she did a great job um scared the shit out of me yeah But she was also so enigmatic. Like, I kind of, I'm not really a joiner, you know what I'm saying, of groups and whatnot. But I will join Negan if he was a, a real thing, you know, <laughs> get a leather jacket out of the deal. Yeah. They don't come cheap for a guy my size. <laughs> so, yeah, Alpha was just, like, her personality was, it was magnetic. So mm-hmm. I can see her being appealing as a cult leader. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I thought she did a great job. Um, so much that happened, like, you know, and I forgot, not that I forgot, but it was it was a refresher to, like, because really the, the whole Whisper arc started at the end of season nine, right? It was because, you know, the Rick left and, and then right. they had the time jump and then, then they started the Whisper stuff. And so it was like, it really was about a season and a half of the, of the Whispers. And um, <laughs> and that, you know, when I re- was rewatching, you know, season nine and and you know the heads on spike episode you know the pikes um 
you know that I, I not that I forgot about it, but it was just like you know it was it was right there again, and you're just like wow, you know that that was brutal. Uh, that was yeah. really brutal uh, that she did that to them. Um, and there was some little nuances that I forgot about, like like I couldn't remember until I rewatched it, um, like how she got in, like how Alpha got into you know the fair that they're doing and everything, and then capture all those people. And uh, I, I, I think when I originally, when it originally aired that episode, I think I must have missed like the, like I must have missed the first like two minutes of one of the episodes. Like I didn't remember they showed her, they showed a couple leaving Hilltop. Um, and then yeah. you see them get ambushed by the whispers. And then, and then you see Alpha like, you know. Yeah, bigger, we bigger. talked about that. It worked. I, I How ridiculous about it. it was. Like it was yeah. so ridiculous because it didn't really feel like your typical Walking Dead episode. Yeah, yeah. Because the couple were out like gallivanting in the woods and being <laughs> yeah. romantic and freaky, like in a yeah. Friday Thirteenth movie. Yeah, right, right. And then they just, you know, their their little caravan gets ambushed, and it seemed like they were going to kidnap them. But then they murdered them, and she seemingly cut off their faces. And I was like, wait, they're not zombies yet. Like, these are she's, fresh faces. She right? with any time. Yeah. Right. Who's going to believe this shit, right? Yeah. And then you see her looking exactly the fucking same, except mm-hmm. with makeup, which showed you the power of makeup, right? Like, yeah, right. She right. fooled the entire damn community. Right, right. With the dress and hat. Yeah, yeah. And infiltrated them. And I was just like, it is too easy to get into these communities, bro. Yeah, yeah. Beta's big ass got into the community. On some Beta Michael did. Myers shit. That was, that episode, I, that was one of the later ones in season 10. Yeah, Excuse me. golden. That episode, I mean, that's, I mean, it's like a Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, like he is, it, it's like a slasher flick for a few minutes there, and it's great. <laughs> it's great. That's it. Yeah. I'm screaming, yo. I was like, yes, kill them all. <laughs> Even though I was on their side, I was like, they deserve to die for being <laughs> debaucherous. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, season 10 was, it was good. It, it was, I really like, because I rewatched everything over the last few months. Like, there definitely are, are ebbs and flows and peaks and valleys of the show, right? When the show's on 10 years, you kind of like, not everything's great. And like, like the first five to six seasons are like, I mean, they just keep getting better and better. Like, I remember when I rewatched the first two seasons, I was like, wow, this show was amazing back then. Like the second season was so good. Um, and it, and it was, and it kept, you know, upping the ante, like season, season three with the governor and, and it was just getting better and better. And then I love the character, Negan. I, I love the character. But those two seasons, the seven and eight seasons where he, he took over and you know all that happened, I feel like it was just dragged out too long. Like I, I feel like those two seasons I agree. you could have made that one season. You know, it, it, it was just too long. Um and that's when what's his name? Scott M. Gimple was was the showrunner. And then when season nine started, they gave it to Angela Kang. And season nine and season ten are really good. I mean, they're they're really good seasons. They're well well written. Uh, I think they did a great job with 
Edwin Lincoln's, you know, what happened there and his departure. That's a whole other thing we can talk about. Oh, um, yeah. But, like, I thought, I think she's doing a great job as a showrunner. And like, these, la- these last two seasons have been really good. And uh, I don't know. See what happens next season. They but, really uh, up the suspense. Yeah it, yeah, it it doesn't feel like a zombie show anymore. It feels like like there are worldly stakes, right? Mm-hmm. Because we have all these different factions, and before season nine or eight, even we didn't even know that there were so many communities living in secret and seclusion. Yeah, yeah. And you know, our group, you know, the Rick group the survivors like they were just building theirs they were just learning how to you know they had a big ass game Mm -hmm. and then some people get killed off in the season then they find some new people and then they cycle them out right Right, and that extends the storytelling but it was only in the last two or three seasons that they started building communities finding them discovering them yeah trying to build a network between them and in between, we get little rogue groups like cannibals, mm-hmm. pirates, rapists, you know, like, it's like, shit, like, they would have been better off just staying alone. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, in a little weird goose chases and cornfields and shit, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Holding up in prisons and getting sick, and, you know, like, yeah. it just seems like the more they opened up and tried to be human, the more they open themselves up to new threats, mm-hmm. more severe threats that they want to wipe them out. Because like we're dealing with a death cult, right? Right now in season 10, you know, going over to season 11, and they just finished defeating meth heads and zombie masks. Yeah, right. And it's like, what the, like they're basically like a new colony of these, cavemen wearing skin faces they just defeated the whisperers right and now they're dealing with this vladimir putin death squad you know (laughs) (laughs) we don't even know their agenda other than just burning folks up bro oh the reapers yeah like what what is why are you doing this bro well it should be it should be interesting like I'm curious to see like who these people really are and what their beef is with Maggie. Cause that's what all this started from was like some beef with Maggie. Um, so I'm curious to see who, where, what their origin is. Like, were they people that like Maggie wronged somewhere along the way? And they're, you know, I, I don't know. I don't that's know. But, an interesting but it, take. You know, cause they, I keep hearing that like Maggie is back, but she's like a different person now. And like, what did, what has she done? Like, has she done some, some terrible things since she's been gone? Like, and are these people out for revenge? And the other thing I did, I watched the um, the season 11 preview show. They had it on last night, um, which they didn't really give you much. You know, they just like give you little little scenes and stuff, a little bit here and there. Um, but I, they did say that these Reapers are not, they're a smaller group. They don't have a ton of people. They're like, not like the Saviors or something. Or, you know, they don't have a ton of people, but these aren't people who became survivors like after the apocalypse like learned how to live They're, like these are all like they were like military and like knew how to like you know take care of shit before the apocalypse so they're like, like those what, paramilitary guys are living yeah the they're like and... they're survivalists from before so they're like kind of you don't you don't fuck with them i guess <laughs> so we'll with see. that said i mean even the way one of their agents went out 
like the big burly guy with the um, sniper rifle. Yeah, yeah. He did a suicide bombing. You don't just do no shit like that unless you have a certain code. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a core principle. It's like, you ain't taking me alive. Like, do you know how much ball juice it takes to <laughs> blow yourself up, bro? Yeah. Like, I don't think I, they would have took me prison. I would have been crying the whole way because <laughs> I ain't about to blow up for you motherfuckers. Right, like, right. Yeah. And why, right? Like, why? Like, yeah. if you're all about survival, that's a, that's a selfish instinct, right? Mm. Like, we all have it. And to say, and he did it with not just, not malice, but it's almost like duty, mm-hmm. honor. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a straight face, like, he, 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 or kill you all. I was yeah. like, oh, shit, like, this dude is like, <laughs> he's real. He's real out here. He ain't like yeah. these punks. Yeah. He is out here blowing himself up. And they're not robbing these folks. they just all about murder kill, it yeah. seems. Yeah. It's something with, you know, it's something with Maggie, though. It's, it's something, these people are from her past somewhere. So I'm just, I, I just wonder how what their origin is i hope and i i have a feeling my my guess is that this whole reaper uh arc will be the focus of these first the first part of season 10 the first uh, season 11 the first eight episodes and they're going to mix obviously some common you know give us some some of the commonwealth stuff here and there um, but i think the focus will be on the reapers and then when we move into like the second part of the season, which whenever that'll be, you know, in, in the spring or something, then you're going to ramp up the Commonwealth arc big time. But I think this first eight episodes are going to be like little bits and pieces of Commonwealth, but like the Reaper thing is going to be the main, the main focus is my guess. Do you think the Reapers are a subsidiary group of the Commonwealth? Like they're mm. like a, they could be a rogue group. They're very organized. Yeah. And the way they explained, um, you know, Maggie's community, like just being attacked randomly and everybody scattering and folks turning on each other, kind of like what happened with Hilltop, right? Mm-hmm. But no one turned on each other. Right. And I was right. like, this don't really sound right. Like, like, plus we never met those people she was yeah. living with, right? We don't know what the hell they did or what they were about. And it just seemed like there's a lot of mystery. Mm-hmm. And Maggie's always been the one to hold secrets, right? Like she's, yeah. she, she, she ain't got, she ain't, she ain't the most virtuous of the group. No, you know what no. I'm saying. And I'm just like, what if this is, like, cause let's not let's go back a little bit. Do it. This when Rick had the fucking Moses beard. Yeah, and he was out. You know when Carl was out in these streets. Always yeah. missing. Carl, 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 where's Carl? Yeah. Right? Like breathing, sliding, snot everywhere. So during that duration of the show, the group were savage. Like, and you, you know, Rick personified that. Like he let himself go, wasn't groomed. Bit a guy's throat up. Bit a listen, bro. I thought he was the Wolverine for a second. <laughs> And that's when we were also doing with dealing with the motorcycle sexual assaulters, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it was really hard 
to watch that season, particularly that episode, because it was just like, y'all really going there. And until then, to my knowledge, they hadn't gone there in the show. And I was just like, whoa, this, this is real shit. This is an adult conversation. And yeah, y'all right. addressing yeah. it, right? Like the world goes to shit, like law and order is gone. Yeah. You know, we're dealing with the pillage, right? And just seeing Rick lose his mind and mm. say, we can't take risks. We killing every motherfucker that steps to us and looks at us wrong. And Maggie and the group, Carol, love Carol. Yeah. She was a part of that. Like, that's when we saw everybody turn into a savage. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, they tried to, like, they found the light and they realized they could trust people after running into cannibals, right? (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's just like, Maggie don't have a clean ledger. She got blood on her no. hands. Well, it, you know, the, the thing that I was rem- reminded, again, when I rewatched stuff, um, the whole um, fight with the saviors, how it started, remember, um, so uh, Jesus, like, found Rick and Daryl, and, and, you know, they're like, come to the hilltop, or we got, you know, whatever, and we're, you know, your world's going to expand, or whatever. And they got to the hilltop, and Gregory was like, we have these problems, you know, we have these, these guys and whatever. And, and they, you know, they were trying to strike a deal. Like if you can take out the saviors, then we'll give you food. And Maggie, not Rick, Maggie was the one who agreed to that deal. She was the one who said, yep, we'll take out your save. We'll take out these saviors for you. You give us half your food and, and we'll go, well, you know, we'll all be happy. We'll all be happy, whatever. And so, you know, one of the things that I always like, she's still and we'll get to the whole Negan thing but like and obviously Negan killed her husband so there's a big there's a big thing going on there of course absolutely absolutely but but part of that might be her own like guilt inside of her head somewhere for really starting the whole thing because she's the one who and then she told Rick after and Rick was like all right let's do it but she's the one who did it she's the one who made the deal and and it went from there um so I mean in like an inverted way, like not, not like not outwardly, but like you could, I'm not saying I'm going to say it, but you could make the case <laughs> that Maggie's to blame for, for Glenn's death. You could, I'm just saying, because <laughs> she did make that deal. <laughs> and, you know, you just, you just like jog my memory a little bit. There was a bit of a power struggle in that season where people weren't really feeling Rick like that. Because he was going all kumbaya, right? He was the more like, let's give him a chance, you know? Let, oh, like after? Yeah, well, or... b- before they killed the saviors, right? He was he was going through his whole rehab process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Maggie ascended to a leader in the community because she was there before him. She gained their trust. And so you, if you look at it from that perspective, she was kind of bitter that she wasn't the leader anymore. Mm-hmm. Like she was losing power. And ironically, that's when we got those reports in real life that there was a pay dispute. And oh, yeah, yeah. She yeah, should be getting that. paid just as much. And I was just like, damn, it's like art, life imitating art. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, like you said, they went in there and reverted back to their savage ways, brutally murdered those saviors like mm-hmm. it was nothing. And they thought they didn't have to pay the piper. Yeah, yeah. We all know they did in the worst <laughs> way possible. Yeah. Yeah. And that episode still gives me chills to this day. <laughs> And since then, they kind of pulled it back a little bit. Like, they yeah. shook the world. People who don't even watch The Walking Dead was like, TV's going too far. Like, what? I'm like, you guys saw Deadpool. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but, yeah, so I guess like, that's a, we could use that as a segue into the Maggie Negan dynamic, the current Maggie Negan dynamic. You heading into uh, season 11 because um, you know she came back and you know in those, those couple bonus episodes especially the, the first one the 17 you know she's pretty pissed right about him being out and about, about not me and i get it but like i'm kind of on team negan and some of that <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm, he's we are negan. yeah i'm like he's done a lot of shit while you've been gone so you know he helped and the whisper war you know like he saved I, you know, judith yeah, he, he saved judith he's you know um he saved the other girl alpha's daughter from being like Lydia, yeah yeah a gang beating mm-hmm. he killed somebody on accident but on accident, I mean, yeah well then he killed that other dude but he kind of had to the one that killed the family that he yeah met. yeah <laughs> that guy had it coming <laughs> yeah he definitely had it coming you know he was <laughs> sick as hell he that was like the joker <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like the joker he's like oh i gotta kill this monster i will say like since you know the, the whole the, the last the season nine and season ten when negan was you know the war with the sabers was over and negan was a prisoner and you know and then in, in all the all the events that happened in, through season nine and season ten he's been such a great character like the scenes with him i just i can't look away like there he's in like he's in the jeffrey d morgan does a great job like he's great like i the way he 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 handles that character and even more so now like in the in the seven season seven and season eight when he was just like asshole negan who was you know whatever you know the head of the saviors it was it you know but it's the dynamic has shifted where he's like you know doing on this redemption arc and like he's struggling with more more things and it, you could he portrays it great i think he does a great job and um i think you know that episode the here's negan episode that episode i've watched it probably six or seven times like i can't get enough of that episode it's Damn. probably my top five <laughs> i'm watching that episode i mean i, I, I love it i now. love it um, you know, i thought back- it was like a perfect origin story Oh, hell yeah. Like, looking back on the things that Negan's done, and then you couple that with episode 22, it's so cohesive. I don't feel like it it was a patch job. You know how they kill a character in a movie or TV show, then they give them their own solo movie, like Black Widow, no shade. But (laughs) it's like, well too little too late right like we know where this character ends up you know you can roll one even right like oh it's nice but these people are all dead right who cares <laughs> but it's a great story right and just seeing even when he was the leader of the saviors and at the height of his power 
Negan was on some philosophy type shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, even though he was torturing people, having people murdered, he he kind of brought out the best in everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, Eugene had a, the most developed story arc. He built his confidence. You know, he learned to be deceptive. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Negan's literally changing each individual character who directly interacts with him. He had a relationship yeah. with Carl. He was like his godfather. Yeah. And, no, yeah. and no matter what the fuck he did, he spared Carl's life. Yeah, he would threaten it only when he was around Rick. But when Rick right. was around, yo, let the kid in. You hungry, need something to drink? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yo, couldn't forget like, it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who is this dude? And of course, he has yeah. his morals, his code against, you know, protecting women right like mm-hmm. he don't let people mess with the ladies right or the kids and, or the kids and he don't play that like creepy toucher you know rapey guy stuff he don't play that shit and he don't give second chances to people who violate yeah and then we see where he came from and how he was kind of always Negan mm-hmm. he just didn't have that he didn't have any, he didn't have Lucille holding him back. Because when you got somebody and something to live for, you kind of, you know, it tames the beast in, within man, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I got yeah. my kids to think about, I got my woman to think about. And when his wife passed away and the way she went, bro, pit in my stomach, I fucking cried. I was like, Oh, my mama died from cancer. Fuck cancer, yo. Oh. <laughs> I felt that shit in my soul. Yeah. And, you know, the way he put her down to rest, I was like, this is an origin story. They got yeah. the flames in the background, the man walking, his walk, knocks the mailbox down. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that was beautiful. Yeah. I likened that episode to Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Yeah, I mean that episode. The first time I watched it, I was blown away, and then and then like I I almost immediately rewatched it, like either that night or the next day to catch things. Like I you know I'm like I gotta I gotta rewatch it just to make sure you know see what I what I missed. And like the first time I watched it, I didn't even realize a couple of the things that were pretty big. Like remember when when. Um, they realized that they uh, they didn't turn the generator back on, and the 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 the, the, the treatments were all melted. Um, and at that point, she tells him that she you know she knew about the the girl he was cheating on her with, and um, and he she's like, why are you telling me this now? And you know she's like, because you don't need to do anything more. You know you, you've done enough. You know because she didn't want him to go back out, right? She just she's like she just like was set like this is it i'm gonna die now i want you to be with me while this happens and he's yeah. like no no i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna keep trying and it, the first time i watched it i didn't i guess i didn't realize um like she killed herself like almost immediately after he left um because they like she has the same clothes on and everything from the scene before take i did not um, keep that and so it was like she was she was begging him to not and once he left she's like and that and that was like 
that was the guilt he lived with. And I think that was the guilt that turned him into who he became. Cause he, I also caught it when rewatching uh, um, 10, the, the 16 episode 16 of, of season 10, um, he's talking to Lydia or maybe it was 15, it was either 15 or 16. And he's talking to Lydia about grieving her mom, Alpha. Um, and, and she's like, I don't, something like, I don't, I don't want to grieve her or something. And he says, you need to, I, I know it more than, better than most. So, something to that effect. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, I remember that. He didn't grieve Lucille. He just turned into Negan. Yeah. And, and that's what led him to, to go on that path, right? Because he never did that. Um, so, so there's a very interesting little like dynamic to that, a little callback of, you know, exactly what led him on that path. Um, and then, of course, you know, he had to go get the biker dude you know great you know the first yeah. the first kill the first lucille victim <laughs> yes that was amazing and yeah. i was thinking to myself i was like is that guy one of the doctors he had that would make sense to like if that is indeed him oh i didn't even think about that because the girl the girl was like a part of all like a lot of it you know yeah. she was one of the main saviors then and she became you know she was a part of the um she got killed by beta uh, later on you know and then those were away um but I, the 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 dude i could yeah i was i'm like i don't know if i don't remember seeing him again but maybe he made a brief appearance in one of those episodes i don't know let me see real quick see what comes up and oh they're just showing um they're just showing um dante when you look up doctor <laughs> oh yeah yeah that son of a bitch oh <laughs> rest in misery yeah right oh i say that was that was brutal dante, you know what he did to city City went out like a punk bitch, bro. Like, <laughs> like, and then he, not just that, like his whole little, I'm traumatized, PTSD, the clicking tongue that the guy made to cut off the people's heads. I was like, that's weak as hell, bro. Like, you remember the clicking sound of the man's tongue <laughs> and you just like, he gotta be one of the whisperers. Like, your mind went there. You didn't think maybe I'm fucking tripping. You know, I'm hallucinating. You jumping in fucking water and shit. And <laughs> I was just like, Sadiq, well, you know, it, then they share Rosita. I was just like, what is happening in this show? That was, that was, that was pretty weird. Like the whole, like, you know, <laughs> Three he's, the dad, he's the dad, but she's with Gabriel, but and Eugene's in love with her. Like, I was like, what? And she yeah. never gave you, wait, did she let Eugene smash? No, no. That's sad. No. That's so well, she sad. Was, like she was like, oh, she was like, oh, uh, 
kiss me. And, and she, he's like, he wouldn't do it because he had started talking to the Stephanie chick over the, over the, over the radio. Oh, that's some goofy shit. That, <laughs> it, he couldn't even get no action on the rebound, bro. Because <laughs> I remember he used to be like this little simp cuck for uh, Abraham and her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd just be in the room, like, beating yeah. off. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, they get me on. I wish it was me. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, Eugene is a punk. <laughs> He's gotten better, but I, he will always be that dude, bro. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just over here uh, doing yeah. a little research with the lotion and napkins <laughs> while you guys are bumping uglies. It's like, oh god, damn, bro! What's your respect? <laughs> Have some respect for yourself. Yeah, but yeah, Rosita, yeah. we don't know who the daddy is. It could be either one, you know, Sadiq guess, and yeah. Gabriel, their dark brothers. You know what I'm saying? It could be either one of their babies. We know yeah. it ain't Eugene's. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> and while we talking about punks and simp's, he is the reason. They're all prisoners. It's Eugene's Eugene? fault. Yes, oh, he was the radio the bay. The radio yeah. bay. Yeah, yeah. He led them yeah. across dangerous terrain, caused a bike accident, which was fucking hilarious, by the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was crying and gave up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was the most naturally occurring incident in the walkie dead right <laughs> like nobody attacked them really right right nothing was sabotaged and of course we meet princess mm-hmm. oh i love princess mm-hmm. she is I like one her of lot. the most interesting characters yeah, yeah and she ain't bad to look at either and i'm just no, like no. the range on this actress takes me from I don't know, like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood to fucking insanity, chaos in a second. Mm-hmm. And it's seamless because in her head, she's seeing a whole nother reality. Mm-hmm. And then going on that journey with her in that episode when they're when she's stuck in the train car, yeah, that was filmmaking at its best. It was a super duper crazy script. Like, I don't know who wrote that. I'm about to go back and stalk. They they work. They filmography <laughs> because it was so well written. Like yeah. I was with her the whole time, and just seeing how damaged she is makes her character even more interesting. That she's able to communicate effectively and switch between reality and what's in her head. And I was yeah. just like, wow, they really examining, you know. Not, not to use social justice, you know, keywords, but they're, you know, her trauma, they're unpacking her trauma. And I yeah, was yeah. just like, yo, mental health. Like that was the mental health episode. Get yeah. A for therapist. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and like princess. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I thought, uh, what's her name? Uh, Yumiko? Yeah, yeah. The stormtroopers bust her in the motherfucking head and shit. I didn't think she was in that train car. I thought that she was hallucinating all that. Like, that girl dead somewhere, and she just, like, it's a zombie in that motherfucker. She's just, like, talking to it. Because she knows it's a zombie, but she's pretending that yeah. Yumiko's alive, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Well, the yeah. joke was on me. I was like, yeah. damn, yeah. she she convinced yeah. me that... <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, those um, those six bonus episodes, I feel like they were a little hot and a little lukewarm. Like some of them, like I would say they're mostly pretty good. Um, the first one with Maggie and, and that whole thing with the Reapers was good. It was a good start. Um, and the one, the one, that one with Princess was good. The one with Aaron and, and Gabe was great. I thought that one was good where they, where they find a... Oh, a my God. Patrick, the buddy Terminator cop yeah. episode. <laughs> Patrick, uh, what's his name? Patrick, um, I can't remember. You know, you know the Terminator Oh, the, the Terminator uh, 2 guy. Yeah, yeah. Patrick, uh, ah, I can't think of his last name. Anyway. Hold on. I'm about to uh, look him up real quick. <laughs> I, thought great, me. <laughs> I thought that was a great episode. Um, and, of course, Tears Needing was like the king crown jewel the ones with daryl and carol i usually love daryl and carol but those two episodes were a little bit like eh. um his name was robert patrick robert patrick yeah yeah Yeah, Um, two last names yeah yeah (laughs) um especially the second one with them like with the rat that chasing a rat and i don't know i just like oh my god i couldn't i couldn't i I didn't like that episode um and the other one with them was decent um like it was the the backstory of daryl and finding that girl leah that was kind of cool to see what's going on with that she's still missing um yeah um yeah so I'm, i think we'll find out about her in this upcoming season speaking uh, of uh, missing there are a few people still missing in action we know connie's alive yeah right? she like washed up at the end of the last episode Right, they just threw that in as like a mid mid credit, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. scene, and we don't know what happened to Magna. Is she alive? Did she make it? Oh out? yeah, she came back. She came back, but she like mixed in with the horde as it came back, and they found her at the end. But where is she right now? She's with them. She's with she's she's with everybody. I don't know. I mean, I don't know where she is. Season eleven starts, but she came back. She okay. At the end of season ten, because she kind of like, she stumbled. She stumbled out. Like she was kind of became part of the horde, kind of. Um, uh, and then and then they found her. But Connie, yeah, she never. She only came back at the very very end. Um. Because the actress, she was they intentionally like, you know, gave her a storyline where she had to be away for a while because she, she was. Part, I think she she was going to be the uh, the Eternals. I think. She was oh. one of the Marvel movies. Oh right, right. Yeah. She's one of the lead Eternals. Yeah, so she she was said she had to step away for a while. So they they she have her they so have her trapped different. in a cage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she she'll be back. Um, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room in terms of missing people. Walking Dead universe. Fucking Rick Grimes. Come on, Rick let's get Grimes. This, where is this movie? And recently added to the missing list, Michonne. Right, and Michonne. <laughs> the one after her man. She want a man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now, when did Rick learn Japanese? Like, I was looking at that episode with the phone and shit, and I was just like, I get the little picture of her and, and, the, and the kid, but I was like, what the fuck is with these Japanese symbols, bro? Well, the theory is that that's not Rick who wrote that. Ooh. Someone who is because here's here's the thing, that picture that was drawn on there was of Judith around her age, like in the current timeline. Rick hasn't seen Judith; she's like three years old. 
So he wouldn't even know what she looks like. So the theory is that somebody is keeping an eye on Alexandria that's connected with the CRM somehow. And that was left as like, uh, uh, like a little, you know, trail of like, he's still around, but you know, you can't, we don't, we don't, you can't tell you where he is yet. Um, because I guess that that Japanese translation is says something like, uh, keep, keep hoping a little bit longer, something like that. Um, so it's like kind of meta. It's like, it's almost like talking to the audience about the Rick movies, like keep hoping a little longer, but it's, it's you know, um, but, um, but yeah. And so I read a little, little theory that the writing on that, um, on that, whatever that, that phone or, you know, with the picture, um, the handwriting of that is the same as the handwriting of uh, one of the characters in the, the Walking Dead World Beyond, that, that other spinoff show. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the intro, all the, like the, um, you know, when they show like the credits in the intro, the way, the way it's written is kind of that same handwriting that was on that, 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 that phone. And so the people are speculating that like someone from that cast, particular one girl in particular, um, is the one who left that, and that we will will get that reveal in season two of the World Beyond show. Um, that's the speculation. Um, the World Beyond show, I thought was pretty average. Um, the season first season. But I'm going to watch season two because supposedly season two is where everything happens. Like season two is all about the CRM. It's all about, you know, where Rick has been. You're not going to, we're not going to see Rick, you know, it's not going to appear in the show, but like supposedly they're going to be in places he's been. We're going to see connections. Like supposedly, I, well, not supposedly like a room, not a a theory. uh, A theory is that, Jadis will be in World Beyond as a connection point between the two. Um, so oh, be- oh, girl, the the weird junkyard chick. Yeah, yeah it took him away. Oh, she, one- she bad. She bad as hell, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I need a, a whole episode about her. Well, they might get that. I don't know. But, like, I'm just getting so, like, why is this movie in production yet? Like, what's going on with this? Well, um, it could be in production. And it, it could have been in production for a long time, but because of all, like, this is something you got to shoot in secret. Like, this isn't a Marvel movie where yeah. you can leak set photos of the costume and the actors on set and with the wires and shit in New York. This is something you got to shoot on a, a, a stage technology, green, blue screen, whatever. And everybody signs their life away yeah yeah and they they swear not to say anything or their whole family and bloodline will be wiped out <laughs> yeah. yeah this this that type of movie because yeah. anything comes out can ruin the whole fucking movie yeah and or tv show spinoff because i'm pretty sure there's another one coming you know what i'm saying in the pipeline I don't know how much is left to do in the Walking Dead universe that you haven't done already. I haven't seen World Beyond, but I will check it out 
and anticipation for not just the new season, but the Rick Grimes movie. That's really like, that's really the whole point. Like the characters in the world beyond, you know, you take them or leave them. Um, but it's like the vehicle getting us to the Rick movie. Like I'm invested in it because of that. Not necessarily because of the individual storylines in the show with these characters. I want to, I want to, I want the end point. I want to like, I want you to take me to see Rick. <laughs> I, want. I, I want to see, I want to see how you're going to do that. You know? Yeah. You, and not just that, you know, just to rewind a little bit, there's a mystery. Maybe I'm tweaking. Maybe it's been too long since I watched those episodes. But there was, when they did the time jump, there were scars that Michonne and Daryl and somebody else shared in their lower back. Yeah. Like there was a surgery procedure or something. No, they got branded. Branded by who and when? You might have missed that episode. There was, it was an episode. They did a flashback episode. It was in, I think it was towards the end of season nine, I think. Um, and it was it, it happened, you know, in you know during that time jump, and they flashed. It was when Michonne was pregnant with RJ, uh, and one of Michonne's. It was, was kind of lame, I thought, but. It was they were trying to explain why Michonne was so animate about not um, letting anybody into the community and not even really corresponding much with Hilltop or, or Kingdom anymore. Um, she was just focused on keeping Alexandria safe and she's just kind of disconnected from everybody else. And the reason was at some point um, someone came to Alexandria asking for shelter and it was someone she was like one of her best friends in like before the apocalypse like someone she was friends with in like college or something like one of her really good friends growing up and she was like oh my god and you know you're here and 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 she had all these kids with her and she's like oh my um all the group we were with everyone died except we saved the kids and it's just me and the kids now um so that she's like come in you know of course you know we'll, we'll give you food and shelter and whatever and then they're like oh all the kids in the community, like Judith and, and all the kids in Alexandria, like they were having a, a sleepover at, you know, whatever, they have a big sleepover. And this, this woman, I can't remember her name, that Michonne knew, she tried to, to take all the kids from Alexandria. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, her thing was like, they're, they're the best survivors because they only grown up this way or something. It was some kind of weird thinking like, they're they're the ones who are gonna who are gonna survive and 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 be the next world because they they're born with these skills. I don't remember exactly, but so she was onto real pie Piper type shit. Yeah, like, right. Run, the the lady in the shoe with all the fucking kids. Yeah. So her and Michonne and Daryl went out to to try and find them, and they they found this building, um, and one of the kids was outside, and they chased them in the kids from like the other group um they chased them in and all of a sudden they were surrounded by all these kids so some um, children of the corn type yeah shit. and they were like oh, you know damn. you know guns guns drawn and shit and uh and then the woman came around and she's like i'm sorry michonne but we, i have to survive something you know she whatever betrayed michonne and so they tied michonne and daryl up and then they showed the woman and she's like do it and one of the kids had this branding iron with an X, and they they branded both Daryl and Michonne. Why uh, though? Um, 
I don't remember. Yeah, and then but they got somehow I don't remember they Michonne got loose and then uh and, and then they let Daryl out whatever and then the kids the the kids started trying to attack Michonne and she's like please stop I, you can come back to Alexandria with us please stop I, you know and they they wouldn't stop attacking her so she killed all of them um, wait whoa 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 pause pause so I missed a whole episode of season ten. I can't remember. Where Mich- it was Michelle murdered children. Yeah, I mean they were like adolescents. They weren't like kids, kids. <laughs> wow, I cannot believe this, bro. Because I feel like that would have been talked about in my circle a little bit more often. I mean, it really honestly wasn't that great of an episode. <laughs> oh, was well, forgettable. Um, because yeah. I think if I had seen that, I would have remembered that. Yeah, but that was a complete surprise. And that threw me off because I was like, uh, like you could have just threw that shit in with a flashback based on what you just told me. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was the whole. It was kind of a flashback, but it was like the whole episode, kind of. I mean, it would flash forward to like the current times a little bit, but it was mostly set as a flashback. Um, let me see. I'm trying to remember what. Um, uh, oh, here it, it was. So it was in season nine, episode oh, yeah. episode fourteen. Yeah, so I probably missed that because I think I skipped the end of the Saviors because I got bored with it, like how they dragged it out. So I skipped that whole little extra arc because I was just like, this shit is lame, bro. Like, this war is over. Like, yeah, why y'all stretching it out being the after effects of the war? And I was like, okay, fuck it all, right? But, you know, speaking of time, fast forwarding, flashbacks, whatever. What if this movie we get to see, because it's seven years or 10 years. I think they jumped seven or 10 years, right? Well, they, they, they jumped like six, six or seven. Yeah, because I think I remember mistaken, seeing yeah. that, yeah. you know, when, you know, Daryl was obsessed with finding a corpse, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, putting him in the rest or whatever. Because that's how he ran into old girl with the dog in the first place. Yeah, he yeah. was sleeping by the river like a fucking bum and shit. And he saw the boat and he thought that that was Rick's body under the boat and ran over there and shit. And he had that little musty ass map. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was tracking his progress. So what if we see Rick with a whole nother girl, like a whole nother family for seven years, you can meet somebody else in seven years. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah. And we don't know what type of environment he's in. Maybe he has to cooperate. Maybe it's some handmaid's tale type shit where it's like, we need you. Like the whole letter system. We don't really know what that means, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. What if it's a code for mating? Like, what if it's like we're trying to breed, literally breed the strongest survivors and humans to, you know, in the Commonwealth? Because clearly there's a hierarchy. Wait, wait, right? the com- you mean the CRM, not the Commonwealth? I can't distinguish the two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're, whoever got Rick. The CRM, yeah, yeah. The CRM, right? Yeah. Like. We we know they bougie as fuck, 
right? They they got all this fancy shit, you know, they got an army or whatever, militia or whatever. So what if Rick is like being forced to make a family and he come up with a whole nother, or being brainwashed. Imagine a whole movie or, or episodes of Michonne trying to get Rick to snap out of programming. I know that's a bit far-fetched for The Walking Dead, but it's like we've seen Rick in every other light except for like someone who drunk the juice. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, like, um, and is it, it wouldn't even really be that far fetched because we've already had the 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 meth heads and um zombie mask. We've already had the biker club gang with you know worshiping Negan. I am Negan. You are Negan. Blah blah blah. Would it be that crazy if he suffered brain damage in that explosion and the CRM program this man? He becomes like like a Frank Castle Punisher type where he like RoboCop, you know, when they brought RoboCop back, <laughs> he was just a slave. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, what if we see Rick and it's not our Rick? Like mm. he got a uniform storm trooper, you know, he's like for the CRM, for the <laughs> empire. You're like, what, <laughs> what the fuck happened to Rick? Yo, Michelle's like, baby, we got a family. I don't know who you are. Then he like punches ass in the face. You're like, oh shit. (laughs) I will pay to see that. I will risk contracting that thing to go to the theaters and watch that fucking movie, bro. That would be epic. Because Rick is going to find his way home. Do you agree? Oh, he's got. I mean, there's no way. Especially after rewatching like you know, Michonne's last episode, which is very good too. Um, there's no way they can never reconnect that. Like he doesn't even know he has a, he has a son. He has no idea he has a son, right? So like it has to circle back. Whether they do it, you know, in the movie or like, you know, maybe as in the season finale, I, I don't really know. But they has to they have to has to connect. That has to it has to come back around. They can't just leave it unanswered. Um. I said my internet connection is unstable. Can you hear me still? Yes, I can still hear you. Oh, I had a, I had a thing. Yeah. All right. Um, my, what I would love to see happen, which I kind of doubt will happen, but if I had, if I had my, like, if I was running the show at The Walking Dead, I would have, you know, these, these eight episodes are airing now, right? This, this next two months, you know, August to October, and then they'll take a break, right? Then they'll air the next eight episodes, probably in the spring like february or march for for two months right so let's see that that would maybe they'll finish the second half of it around april or may and then the third part of the last eight episodes probably won't happen until around a year from now right they'll probably air those eight episodes about a year from now in august or whatever august september of next year so if if the movie couldn't get made and you could you could put the movie out, say like July of next year, right before final eight episodes of the show. Then you can show Rick. You can save all this for the movie, but you can show how whatever happens, whether he he's, he's you know on on Team CRM and he has to be brought back or whatever's happening to him. You can 
you can put that on the screen, but ultimately get him and Michonne. Maybe you can bring him back for the last two, three episodes of the show. Because I feel like it's, it's, it started with him. He was the character. I feel like somehow he's got to be in like, at the very, very, if, if nothing else, the very last episode. I feel like he's got to be in it somehow. He started it. No, I just, I feel like it's got to come full yeah. circle somehow. Yeah, I would love to see that. And, you know, even if he doesn't survive, I want to see him with his people. Because mm-hmm. the only remaining cast members other than, you know, my ex-future wife, Carol, um, Daryl, and Judith, they're the only originals from, like, season one through three. But Judith was a baby. Right? Like, she was a little ass kicker. Right, right, yeah. She was, yeah, so, those are the only ones from the first season, yeah. First, first to third. And yeah. Rick. So it's like, it would be nice even if he has his swan song. Yeah. For him to, when it happens, it happens around his original family. The the only folks left from the group, Maggie, you know, from the farm. Mm-hmm. It would be really dope if that happened there. But one thing I don't want to see, I don't really want to see a repeat of the Game of Thrones episode with the Battle of the Bastards when you got the CRM group on one side and you got the other communities on the other. And then it's like, ah, they're running at each other. Well, I want to see that again. I think that's what's going to happen. Honestly, I think this is how, how I think it, the picture is going to play out. Like, Somehow Rick will get back, whether it's through the movie or through the last episode of the show. Somehow they'll reunite. And I think the story of the first movie will be about Rick and where he's been at CRM, like how, how he gets out of the CRM, whatever, how he gets back to the group. That'll be the focus of that first movie. And then I think if they reunite for the very last episode or something, that would be great. But then they're going to, you know, then the next movie after that, which they're supposedly making three of them. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but ultimately I think <laughs> what, what, they're, what they're aiming to do eventually, big picture, is have the CRM versus the Commonwealth. I think that will be the ultimate like fight for humanity because you know, those are the two biggest groups um, for civilization. Like that's, that's, I think that will be the, the very end goal down the road way down the road but i think that's what's going to happen and i think the crm will be ultimately like the bad group and the commonwealth will be the good group so to speak um you know but you don't even know actually because you didn't watch world beyond the crm right they're they're pretty they're pretty shady <laughs> uh i don't know there's a thing that they did i will tell you uh, you'll let you watch it but, i'm gonna check um, it out i know the commonwealth are the stormtroopers the Commonwealth of the Stormtroopers, the CRM or this other group that's unrelated to the Commonwealth, or so maybe they are related, but I, I kind of doubt it. Um, and they they don't mess around. I know they wear all black. So you got the yeah. white, black, you got the Sith, the Jedi. Yeah. You know, yeah. the parallels are very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We They both trash. At least they're presented that way. And, you know... Like I said, we could be looking at a Rick that's not the Rick we know. Like, at least 
that's the fantasy I'm holding on to because they yeah. haven't thrown us a bone. They haven't Nothing. given us any idea. Like, you know, whether it's the CRM that found Rick or the Commonwealth, whichever side, if he has amnesia, and I know that's a cliche writing mechanism, but The Walking Dead has done everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, would it, I would like to see like a Rick, don't really know who he is, but he's a part of one of these groups, right? And I think the only thing that could get Rick to Hulk out again, because Carl's gone, unfortunately. He ain't coming back. It's something happening to Michonne. Or that Judith. is the or Judith, but that would just be brutal, right? Like that yeah. was like the only baby left. <laughs> right. Yeah. Other than his son, right? Who he doesn't but, even know. Right. He only knows Shorty. So if you, you know, but I think something has to happen to Michonne in one of those movies. You know, I, I know she's the only sister in the show. You know, a lot of people going, why you kill the only black woman? It's just I, I get that. But she's Rick's wife. And in order for him to have that hero's journey, he got to lose somebody else, bro. I'm sorry. Like, he's a tortured (laughs) soul. Like, he always loses somebody. He does. does. You know, and Michonne's the only one left other than his children. And him and Daryl was cool. Daryl was made up just for the TV show. So if you kill off Daryl, I ain't going to say it don't have no impact, but it's just kind of like, well, if they didn't make you up, you wouldn't be here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Daryl got to go out like a G. Like, Daryl, if they get rid of Daryl, Daryl has to go out Terminator 2 with thumbs up. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, he, you know, he got to have an ugly Daryl cry. Yeah, yeah. Like, all that shit. And uh, Carol has to witness it or die with them. But we mm. both know they're getting the show. Right. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Which fucking sucks, right? Like, we know they're going to just dip off at some point. Question yeah. is, are they getting a movie? Or are they going to be part of the Rick movie? Are they going to go, do they find out that Rick is alive somehow? And they're like, that's their, that's the reason they're going out is to go try and find him or something. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Like they're going somewhere. They're doing their spinoff, and they said it's going to be like a road show. Like they're going to be on the motorcycle and take off and whatever. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. One of the the trends I've noticed in the later half of season ten is this huge reliance. And I don't know if it's because of the the pandemic or the showrunner going in a different direction. There's a lot of cutaways when it comes to zombies being killed. Mm. And there's a lot of like, I want to say like edits of nature. Like I feel like I'm watching a fucking zoo documentary, a nature documentary. <laughs> like, oh, you're showing the plants and blood squirting on the plants. Or you show a grasshopper getting eaten by a frog. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this, bro? Like, <laughs> why are you focusing on insects and flowers and, and, and the trees and the sky and the clouds? Like, I'm not on a fucking acid trip stop putting these random edits in the fucking show we've seen zombies get murdered for 10 years <laughs> why are you cutting back on the violence now like it's just like you see carol and then she's like ah and then they cut away 
You see a fucking chameleon crawl on a wall. I don't want to see that shit. Like, show me the fucking impale. Yeah. Like, well, I, I. To be fair, I it, like I don't know those the episodes, the the extra episodes, you know, twenty seventeen through twenty two, and they had to make those like they were scaled back because of COVID because they made them like there was no vaccines yet when they were making them like they made those episodes like in the middle of COVID. So they had to like be small scale, like they couldn't, they couldn't use, like you couldn't have a big horde of walkers because be, they didn't want, they couldn't have that many people in one area at one time. So like that could be part of it. I don't really know. I don't know, but I know that episode, I don't know if it was the Negan episode or the one before it. I was just bored as fuck of Daryl looking for cables. To fix oh, his well, yeah, fucking that, that was, motorcycle. That was the one before. That was that was what the worst the one. What the fuck is that, yeah. bro? Like, you you didn't get your head crushed. Why didn't he kill the zombie before he went under the fucking car? Like, it, <laughs> it just it just seems so stupid. Like, and that's one of the criticisms I've seen Walking Dead. I love it, but they do stupid shit. Yeah, and they risk their lives for just for filler, literal mm. literal filler. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, he killed two well-placed, ironically well-equipped soldiers with the cable and shit that he needed to fix his motherfucking bike. <laughs> the tools and everything. He just, yeah. happened, just happened to come by and like, hey, I got some rubber bands too. Stab yeah. me in the face. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then Carol's like, here, take this. I don't need it. He pulls out like a fucking Twizzler pack of them. And I'm just like, do we need that? Do we we didn't need that, bro? Like you right. falling in a ditch. The zombie happened to break free from the tree when you fell in the ditch. I was just like, it, it's so artificial. Yeah. 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 That episode in particular was um that's one of my worst. I think it was so weird because that episode was on my least favorite ever, and then they followed up with the need one, my one of my favorite ever. But, but yeah, that episode was was terrible. I remember watching that and just being like, "What is this?" Right? And like, yeah, that that was that was really 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 bad. It's like they they could have just they could have easily just not done that episode and only done five of them. I don't you know it, it wouldn't have lost anything you know. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know why they I don't know why they bothered with that one, but. Uh, I keep getting this weird energy between um, Daryl and Carol. And I know it's not, I know it's innocent, but there are times certain editing or faces that they make or interactions, it makes me feel like one of them has feelings that are more than um, platonic or friendly, but they, they kind of like suppress that feeling. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. I'm overthinking it. But that's the vibe that I get. I'm sure there's plenty of fan fiction where Carol and Daryl are a thing and they mm-hmm. have a great mm-hmm. life together. Yeah. And, you know, that's probably going to be amplified, like that whole playfulness between the two and their solo yeah. show. And it wouldn't be weird to me. I know people compare like a mother-son relationship and, you know, like, two people who are meant to be together, but they never got together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ma- old married couple, whatever the hell. And I'm like, 
if they ended up getting together and hooking up, it wouldn't be that far-fetched. It wouldn't be strange or weird to me because they they literally are day ones. And you know what I'm saying? In The mm-hmm. Walking Dead. Yeah. And if something happened where he felt like this is really the end and one of them like, because it doesn't have to be mutual. And I think that would be really cool to explore. Like, you know, it would be a surprise if Carol had feelings, right? Because mm-hmm. you see Daryl as the puppy dog, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, Carol, can I get a kiss? And then seeing Carol as the strong, like kind of like the new alpha in a way. Yeah. Like kind of show that emotion. Like, Daryl, you forgiving me means a lot. Because I'm in love with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's a stretch, but it's just yeah. like, why the fuck do you care if he forgives you or not? Like, who the fuck is Daryl? You know what I'm saying? Like, if don't nobody fuck with you right now, Carol. You you fucked up big time. <laughs> yeah. Multiple times. You probably Multiple never time. getting these people back. Right. You know, you chasing rats and shit, goofy yeah. as hell. Yeah. Trying to make some dirty ass rock soup. Like <laughs> I don't I don't see the life of that show being very long other than two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine you know, it would be like, you know, yeah, I can't imagine it would go on too far. Unless it um, plays into the movie, of course. Right. Right. That's the only thing. The thing with Carol, like. She's always been one of my favorite characters. I felt like, though, with this last arc with the whispers. After, you know, Henry got this. You know, uh and everything that happened after that where she was putting everybody in jeopardy you know fucking up time after time after time it felt like it could be a, the place to end her arc like you know like it sucked that i still to this day don't know why they made a major announcement saying there's going to be a Carol and Daryl spinoff show in the middle of this whisper war, because it took away any gravity of some of those scenes. Like, like, yeah, you're right. With the one episode, um, it was after alpha died, but she, Carol was seeing visions of alpha in her head and she got stuck under a whole bunch of rocks and, um, and there was a walker coming and she's in her, the, her image of Alpha was taunting her. And like, if I didn't already know that she was going to live because of a spinoff, I would have been worried for, I'm like, maybe this is it because I don't see what else, like this, this could be a proper end for her. Or even in the very last episode, when she's leading the horde off the cliff um, and she's, she's like basically going to commit suicide until Lydia, Lydia like pulls her back at the last second. But like, if I wasn't worried about her doing that at all, because I knew what was coming. Like, if I didn't know that, I'd be like, wow, this is, she's, this is it. This is, this is Carol's end. Like, you know, and then obviously it wouldn't have happened, but, but it just lost a lot of that because they made that announcement. But I guess the, the overall point is like, I honestly don't know now that she did survive that. Like, I don't know what they really can do with that character anymore. Like she's been around so long and she's gone through more shit than any, like she's lost kids. She's lost like so much. Like what else can she do now? I don't like, I'm just curious. Like she's been the badass over and over and over again. Yeah. She's, you know, like 
where does it go from here with her? You know, I, I almost feel like maybe she shouldn't have died. Not that I want oh, yeah. to like her, but like maybe she should have, you know? It would have been a nice way for to end her arc. Um, I remember when Carol like became the murderous ninja when she burnt up those guys, right? <laughs> and this yeah. is when she was supposed to be in her Wusai period, when she was supposed to be yeah. all, you know, yeah. I don't kill anybody no more, I promise, right? Because like, she has a history of ninja murder, right? <laughs> um, all her kids die, like literally, even her surrogate children, mm-hmm. you know, her adopted children, they all die, brutal deaths. And yep. You you kind of got to look at it like she's an angel of death, like literally. <laughs> and there is some place that her character can go. And that's full on psychotic. Mm. Like, you know, people aren't fucking with her in the community. I mean, she can go like Sarah Connor on the ass, right? Like she, I know that <laughs> that would be random as fuck, but. I mean, she could get injured and she could be hallucinating like they did a few seasons ago when she saw the the dead little girls that she had Mm -hmm. to put down. Like, I mean, the only way for Carol to go is down because you built her up so high. And, you know, even her look, she got the long hair, you know, like she kills zombies. Most people kill zombies casually now in the show, but Carol more so. So that means you either have to make her a villain mm-hmm. or she commits suicide in the show for whatever reason. Insert sacrifice, right? And Lydia's still out there, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, could we see a possible reunion? Um, you know, I, I just don't, like, I kind of don't see anywhere you can go with Carol that isn't like disingenuous. Yeah. You know, either she gets separated from the group, she joins a new group, they don't know her, and she gets to start fresh, and then tragedy falls, and she goes, you know, the typical Carol arc, and she snaps out. But this time, she doesn't come back. I was really hoping she became the new alpha of the Whisperers, Mm. where, you know, I would have went that, you know, that's just the writer in me. You know, I would have been like, what if she realized that Alpha was right and that her and Alpha was the same? And she's like, you know, even though the Whispers ain't shit, they got children. And I can't let those children grow up and be like Beta in them and Gamma in them. So I'm going to go with this group and you're never going to see me again. Mm-hmm. because I've done too much damage here. Like, I'm yeah. no good to y'all. We right, build communities. Right. They got told to fuck down. I have a chance to build something with these people, reform them, give them value, and maybe I'll see you on the other side. Write her ass off the show. That's more money in y'all pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you can always throw a dump truck of money at her to come back for the movie or yeah. a special episode. Yeah. And she can be that deus ex machina. When everything's going wrong, here comes Carol, like Dominic Toretto, and our fucking Impala for family. <laughs> <laughs> Carol saving the day. And everybody's like, oh, shit, Carol about to fuck shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, that's how I would treat Carol. Give her a little, write her off 
you don't necessarily have to kill her. But if you do, make the only thing that makes sense is Carol walking off that cliff, like you said. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense, her going out on her own terms. Yeah, the fact that that didn't happen. Yeah, like I said, I just don't know. I don't know how where it goes from here. Yeah. I mean, they can't they can't do another like, oh, now she'll be the mother figure to Lydia. Like, you know, they can't they can't re redo that again, you know. Unless I guess the only way that works now is if there's a happy ending to it, right? She can't she can't be a mother figure to another kid and another kid dies. Like, it just can't happen. Like the only way that works is if it's actually like it works. Like she actually becomes Lydia's surrogate mom, like, and they live happily ever after or something. Like they can't, they can't, they can't, they just can't, they can't recycle that again. You know, that, that yeah. thing, you know, that um, should be whack. But yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with her, um, you know, in, in this, in this next season. But yeah, I, I feel like she, she easily could have been, you know, could have been pretty well now. And it would, it, it would have been, it would have sucked, but it would have been like, it would have made sense, you know. Where do you see the show going? And do you see the show going another five or 10 years? You know, movies notwithstanding, I honestly don't see any more stories in the in any of The Walking Dead. Fear of the Walking Dead, Beyond the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead. Like, if the movies are the last, like, they end the whole arc, the whole season, the whole franchise, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's the way to go. You got what a bang. You get asses in theater seats. People pay, you know, rest of the theaters. But honestly, bro, with the way the superhero movies, the horror movies, the science fiction movies are going, right? The way that they're, they're kind of becoming a little bit more fancy. They're not mm-hmm. just slapstick. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you're getting some, some social commentary in these movies. You're getting... Um, real life politics in these movies it's like they're a little bit more nuanced you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying a little bit more art housing yeah, yeah like walking dead is like because i love this show but the gang warfare is getting old it's mm-hmm. getting old we defeat this group it's a worse group and we the, we got rid of that group and we found that it's another group over there they don't like us. They want to take our food. We got to defend ourselves. Matter of fact, it's a group in the mountains and they never come down from the mountain. Oh, this season, we got to go up in the mountain because we killed all the fucking animals. So we got to go up there, kill a goat, start a civil war with their <laughs> ass. Now we fighting the mountain people. They fucked us up so bad that we had to get on a boat and go to fucking Canada. <laughs> Now the Canadians after us. It's just like, <laughs> how, how? It's like all of these people fighting these clans and different groups and marauders or whatever you want to call them. It's just yeah. like, let's get back to that horror element. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they did some crazy shit where it's like the CRM or the Commonwealth came up with a cure, right? And that that's that's a theory out there. You know, that would be pretty meta. In the current pandemic we live in, it's like there's a cure for the zombie virus, right? Or yeah. there's a there's a vaccine. I think that'd be a little too close to home. Yeah, right. Where it's yeah. just like when you die, 
or if you get bit, you don't turn. Right. right. But you turn into something worse, right? Like that, that's the that's the swerve I would go. It's like everybody in the Commonwealth is getting the vaccine. It's like no one's worried about getting infected by zombies and turning when they die of natural causes. But then all of a sudden you see a motherfucker, you know, he turned into some other shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you got zombies, you got this mutant variant of zombie, not this Donna the Dead, super fast running, super strong, but create something new. Give us zombie animals. Give us acid spinning zombies like fucking <laughs> xenomorph or something from alien How, you know we got radiation zombies i mean let's keep it going what the zombie that is like conscious but his physical body is decaying you know like well, they're, has... they're actually they, they're doing that a little bit in fear of the walking dead really i will say i think i, I think i text you this or whatever but Fear of the Walking Dead. I've had like I I've hated that show. It's for during stretches of it. <laughs> it's so terrible. This last season, season six that just ended uh, ended in June, was their best season by far. It it was so good. Um, and uh, um, yeah, I mean the way it ended. Um, it's a pretty big cliffhanger that they put out there for season seven. Um, and then there's there's a uh, there's some nuclear implica- implications, to put it that way. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm interested to see how they're going to do that, how they're connect, how they're going to connect it. Because basically, like you asked about the end game, right? Like, I think at some point, all, all three shows are going to, it, it, they're, they're not random right now. Like everything is, is moving in one direction, although be it slowly, but everything's moving in a direction of, some sort of unification of the of the care some of the characters almost almost like they're creating like you know their own marvel universe right like shared that, cinematic universe yeah their own cinematic universe <laughs> to springboard i think dead. into more movies like i think i think and i never i this is my own theory i haven't heard this anywhere but i think what they're ultimately trying to do is bring all three shows together to eventually, you know, springboard into the Rick movie. But I think the Rick movie, I think part of the reason why it's taking so long is they wanted to make sure it's really good because if it bombs, it 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 just slams their plan. Like I think their plan is to keep going with movies. Like not necessarily Rick movies. Like we'll make a Rick, we're gonna make the Rick movies for that story arc uh, from this character that everybody loves. But then I think maybe they're going to try and like, you know, spin off movies and movie, this movie and that movie and like try and make it in some kind of some kind of cinematic universe. That's, I think, the big, big, big picture goal after like the initial goal of like resolving the Rick storyline and the, in all the storylines of these characters that we've known for 10 years. Like eventually those get wrapped up, but then they're going to you know, reshuffle it and do, do other things. I think I don't know, you know. I'm here for it either way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I just want to see something other than slow moving, decaying bodies yeah. and people hurting each other. Because one thing that I like about Walking Dead originally, there was a bit of escapism involved. Yes, there was survival. 
Yes, there were mm-hmm. like the human threat, like the humans being the real monsters. Um, but you know, there, there's certain things you could do, like, like there's a there in the comic. I think I don't think that um, Carl died. No, and there there was like this time lapse where you're seeing a future version of one of the communities, and Carl was like old and withered. He has a long beard. He got the hat. He's missing. He has an eye patch. He got like a fucking shotgun. Like he's like an old ass Boba Fett, right? Yeah. And he's telling the story of, you know, past tense. And it's just like, well, you know, for anybody who read the comics or know anything about them, all this shit is supposedly caused by alien spores or some shit, right? And they're trying to like enslave people, but it didn't go the way they planned. <laughs> so I'm just like, what, when are we going to get there? You know, because <laughs> I want to see, let's, let's take this shit to another level. Like, yeah. uh, think of, like we had the satellite fall in season 10, which kind of yeah. led one of the reasons that they went into the Whisperer's territory then they went to the river, you know, they went hunting for food or whatever the fuck reasons. They crossed the territory. Well, what if we get, an, I know it sounds crazy. What if we get a crash spaceship and we get like a zombie alien life form? <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I mean, they still zombies, right? Yeah. And now they're like, these zombies are fucking with the other zombies. And making more versions of those zombies it's just like yeah i don't know it it, it has to be, do something to make it stand out and right, it has right. to be something drastic even if it's season 11 is the last season even if you get three movies stop just focusing on the human interaction we get enough of that shit on the news bro yeah. like give us give me a fucking bane zombie i know that's in every zombie flick but give me a fucking zombie Hulk or fucking, you know, I don't know, introduce necromancy into this shit. Give us magic. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm willing to stay with this universe if it's able to reinvent itself just one more time. Right. One more time. Um, and, you know, any other thoughts you, you have on season 10 of The Walking Dead? I don't know. I'm, I'm Season 11 is, I just hope they do it right i hope it's a proper send-off you know to set up you know set up the movie set up whatever they got coming up um and i think i don't know i think i like i said before i think angela king has done a great job of of the the show running and the direction of the show so i i feel like it's i think they're going to do a good job for the last season i think they're going to do it do it up proper and i just hope i hope season 11 episode 24 Season finale, series finale, we see Rick Grimes. That's all I'm hoping for. <laughs> I want Rick Grimes back for the last episode. Man, season 11, a lot of people got to die. I'll tell you that much. Anybody who's not in the movie, because we may not get to three movies. Let's just, I mean, the way the world is now, and yeah. depending on the direction of the other shows, which I have to check out for, you know, I'm a completionist. so. 
I've been putting it off for a while, but now that shit is on every streaming service that I own. So I have no excuse, which is how. Watch the world beyond, but really just have it in mind as like the CRM. Don't really care about the actual characters that much, but yeah. just keep it in mind like the big picture. Fear the Walking Dead. Do not watch from the beginning. There's so much, so many shitty seasons. Yeah, I would say like watch the last season, and you'll. I mean, you'll you'll be some. There'll be some things you don't really. You're not sure why it's happening because you you didn't watch the whatever. But like big picture, it's no big deal. You can kind of get a handle on it, and and still really like season six. Um, yeah, that's my advice for that. Well, I definitely do that. You know what I'm saying. I just want, I just want it to be continue to be great, and I want them to surprise us with deaths. I don't want any like subverting the expectation deaths. Was like, you know, people just dying off screen, mm-hmm. or you know, the rocks fall and we don't know why where they, where they got out, or somebody, you know, drowns in the water but we never see them drown. Yeah, I want definite deaths in season 11. I want them to be very violent. I want lots of sacrifice. And I don't want any take backs. I don't want any, you thought they were buried in the tunnel, but they are not. They actually got out <laughs> yeah. a whole season later when you forgot that the person was even a part of the damn cast. Um, yeah, yeah. That's what I want. But, you know, we, we've been rambling on. We can we can, we can go as long <laughs> as our breath would allow us to talk about the Walking Dead, but we're gonna stop right here. But you know, for all those people listening, you know, you want to let them know where they can go for their source for movie reviews, books, and banter. Uh, you can go to thestorymonster.com. Thestorymonster.com for all the movie reviews, books, and banter. You heard it here, people. We're Walking Dead. And we're wanting wild brother. <laughs> but man, I appreciate you coming through. You know, thanks for, you know, giving us your time and sharing your thoughts on the show. It's been a joy. Oh, I loved it. Had a great time. Oh man, we got to do this again. You know, season 11, yeah, yeah. we got to break this shit down whenever you're free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And we're yep. just going to let the people know what we think. And we're we, we going to be very critical because we're big fans of this shit. And I've invested 10 we years should, of my uh, life. We should do another one uh, after the first set of season 11, like the first eight episodes and then do a break. Yeah. We should do one reviewing those that first chunk, those first eight episodes. All right, cool. Well, Jason Myshack is coming back. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be back. Listeners, beware. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. The Story Monster Podcast. Mm-hmm.